Hello and welcome to the DigiCoach podcast. I'm Leanne, your coach, and have a wealth of knowledge including nutrition, back pain, pre and postnatal exercise, injury rehabilitation and Pilates. I have nearly 10 years experience and my aim is to motivate and educate you, the listener, in the above, along with successful lifestyle change. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and thank you for listening. Welcome back to another episode of the DigiCoach podcast. So this one is going to be covering some of the common myths I get asked when I'm in my one-to-one sessions and upon check-ins with clients. Um, so this podcast was going to be aimed for those who are smaller, females usually, um, who are struggling with fat loss um, because it is harder for shorter people to achieve fat loss however i wanted to do this episode first um because it's just going to help a few more clients um who have joined me recently and hopefully the listener if you're not one of my clients um and just bust some of those common myths i don't just want to bust them i want to explain why they're not true and if they are true at certain times um so yeah let's get into it so a common one is eating late at night um does that like no carbs after six is a common way of putting it and eating late at night does this you're more likely to gain body fat does this make you put on fat eating late at night so it's uh, i mean it's a lot more complicated than this i mean uh, and and it's it goes with your behaviors so usually what we mean is so having dinner late at night is what it sounds like but usually if you're eating late at night you are more likely to eat out of boredom um it's really good stopping and eating at about six seven o'clock after your last meal and going brushing your teeth you know um whatever you do at the end of day <laughs> one of the big things for me because my partner loves to snack after um his main meal like we'll eat at five o'clock and then about eight o'clock um he will be hungry again um and don't get me wrong the odd time i am as well um i'd say about 40 50 percent of the time but by that time i've brushed my teeth i've flossed and there's no chance that i'm gonna do all that again because i hate having like feeling like my teeth teeth's dirty after eating after i've brushed my teeth so that is a big friction for me um against eating after i've brushed my teeth you know it's like a big no-no for me and it's just the way i've been brought up this is years and years of habit um so i definitely suggest creating friction you know like that get into a good routine um but yeah so he does eat later at night but that's because he will have like a small breakfast maybe skip lunch or have a too small lunch and then he'll have like a, a good dinner you know it's got all the protein the carbs the um you know all the vegetable servings and pulses so i always make sure that we all get a good dinner um so that's like one meal that he's smashed but then he's starving by eight o'clock and it is usually because you've not ate enough during the morning or afternoon so it will catch up with you and you know in cases like that you can lose control with eating and eat too much as in like overeat binge eat um it's kind of like fasting for most of the day and having one meal and then you're hungry again and you might you're going to pick unfavorable options like unhealthy food choices 
um, and that's when you satiety isn't reached fast enough um, and you're going to overeat and that's how you put on the calories you're going out of that deficit and gaining weight I'm not saying he's gaining weight but what I do see is people not eating enough in the morning and afternoon then they'll have a good um, dinner and then by eight o'clock or a couple of hours later they might have like um, paired a habit with watching tv or whatever you're doing at night um, because it's happened a few times before and you'll get that craving um so to get around that so yeah eating late at night if you're not in a deficit is like if you're in um, a calorie maintenance or calorie surplus can lead to you putting on fat but the way our bodies work is we store fat like excess calories to burn at a later date it's not that big a deal so if you're not if you don't enjoy eating breakfast it's another thing like that's another myth um like if you skip breakfast you um like you need to fire up your metabolic rate your metabolism metabolism um with breakfast to kick start your day most important meal of the day and all this if you are someone who doesn't like eating before 11 12 o'clock that is absolutely fine i stop eating at five o'clock at night after my dinner so say half five and then i'll eat i'm ready to go for eating from about half seven maybe seven um a lot i know a lot of people though that um feel sick at that time and they're just not into eating that early on it's all to do with calorie in calorie out and any energy expenditure it doesn't matter what times you eat but it's more about your behavior and how you act if you leave it too long in between meals that is what can put weight on you sorry i was interrupted there so it can sound like there's some magic at play here um, I don't want to digress too much here, but you know how you've heard the, these um, health professionals will say to you, or fitness professionals, they'll say to you, um, if you don't eat breakfast, you might gain weight. And they don't give any context to that. Or if a health professional will say, if, you, if I give you this medication, you may put on weight. There's no magic at play here. You need to eat the either the either the excess amount of calories or move less and that medication might be giving you feelings of um being lethargic or um, stimulate a hunger hormone the ghrelin like where you want to eat more but it's up to you to actually do these things eat more or move less um so when we're talking about a calorie deficit because that's that's the be all and end all really of losing body fat but we don't want to we want to make sure we don't lose f too much fat too soon so you know how these people will, uh, a few times in the last month i've had people come up to me and say oh i've um i've done a, a shake diet before a meal replacement shake diet and it did work for me i lost four stones four stone even but i'm like no it didn't work for you because Although you lost it and you were able to manage it for about six months, you ended up putting the weight all back on and then some more because you've lost muscle mass as well, which is important. We'll go into that later. Um, and you also didn't learn anything about your habits, your routine, what you specifically, personally, um, do best with, like what kind of, what your lifestyle should look like. Because um, everybody's different, because just because it works for me, like training at a certain time doesn't mean it'll work for you. And um, It's what you enjoy doing. So, um, so ex to explain a calorie deficit, what we mean by that, let's go into that next. 
So I understand that I'm digressing a little bit, but it's really important that everybody on this podcast knows what we mean by calorie deficit. So say if you are lying in bed all day doing nothing, but we want your body to still function, your heart to beat, you to breathe, you know, to um, digest any food, um, but we'll take the food thing out of it, like for you to just exist lying on a bed. Say everybody's different, but it's called basal metabolic rate. And say if this person, let's call him Adam, He's lying in bed, not doing anything all day. He needs 1,500 calories to just exist, basically, and for his body to function. Now, if um, so there is a thermic effect of food. So with digestion and the better quality of food, so because technically you could just eat McDonald's and still lose fat, but it's about quality and looking after your health and how you feel and your cognitive function and etc. performance, um, memory, blah, blah. Um, we want you to eat good quality food. Now, the better quality food you eat, so fibre and protein make food real um, and more unprocessed, it takes more effort for your body to digest that food. So, and and, and quite a lot of, I think it's like 30% of your total energy expenditure comes from the thermic effect of food. So the hard, so the better quality food that you have, the more calories it burns in processing it and turning it into um, like for the vitamins and minerals to be used from that food. Hope that makes sense. Okay. So Adam's laid down is 1500 calories he needs to exist. And then he's eating enough, 1,500 calories, so he's got thermic effect of food. And now we want him to move for health reasons. You know, like if you're just lying down all day, you're going to have muscle wastage and back pain and God knows what else. So for health reasons, we start adding 8K as a lot, if he's not moving at all. But anyway, for uh, this analogy, 8K steps a day is his goal. So we don't want Adam to lose weight. We want him to maintain weight and stay exactly the same. So um, we give him an extra 500 calories and bring his total calories to 2,000 calories. So the energy that he's burning during his 8K steps, he's eating back because we've raised his calories 500. So he's maintaining his weight, which is excellent for building muscle. So if you started training as well. Um, a lot of people as well think that this is another myth that a lot of calories are burned during exercise. Perhaps at first, like doing zero to something, you burn a lot of calories, but the stronger you get and the more efficient your body becomes at using oxygen and, um, it takes a lot less effort once you're in a swing of things, you want to burn less calories. So the steps comes from managing the food intake and steps. Okay. Um, and you can't manage what you don't what the, what data you don't have okay what you don't measure so you can't manage what you what you don't measure so that's why we have step trackers we manage our food f- via my fitness pal uh, my fitness pal for my clients sorry um so adam's now in a maintenance of calories and i've started to exercise him as says let's see he's says building muscle so he's getting enough protein i've made sure of that and um, is progressive in what he does in the gym so for example one week he does 10 push-ups the next week he pushes for 12 and so on with all the exercises i give him so he's building muscles building strength they aren't the same but the co- there's a correlation there okay you're not gonna lose strength and build muscle at the same time and vice versa um but now adam said to me right i've built enough muscle um 
and it's been consistent as well most of the time so it's built enough muscle and it now says to me right i want to reveal that muscle if you will i want to tone up like look more toned and lose body fat so the 2000 calories he's been eating he's been getting a great amount of protein um so i start to take off um say 100 calories a day now adam says to me that's not enough i want the faster results um, but I'm also saying to me it's more important about adherence because this time next year, if you're right, so 3,500 calories apparently equates to one pound of body fat, give or take, okay? So you might need half of that, you know, if your quality of food's really good or um, you're getting more steps in and, and things like that. But roughly, and, and I'll say if you're more stressed and you're burning more and more, you know, more fidgeting and things like that. Uh, it's going to equate to more calorie loss. Um, but it's important to know, like, a lot of people want results yesterday. And if you're looking for results yesterday, then you need to get out of that mindset as soon as possible. Because time's going to pass regardless. And is it not much better to adhere and be consistent and enjoy how you feel after exercise, how you feel after fueling your body, like having a positive relationship with food, not having to cut anything out, not having to have boring-ass meal replacement shakes, with you're lucky if you've got 10 grams of protein in one but rather like enjoy the food that you eat um train and see yourself getting stronger um it doesn't i mean people i've said this many times people come to me to lose fat build muscle repair relationship with food etc um maybe rehab after birth i love working with those people but what you're actually coming for me uh, to actually coming to me for is maybe your relationship's breaking down and you don't know why maybe you're unhappy in your life maybe you want a boost of career you know you want to go further it starts off as exercise and repairing that relationship um with yourself but it starts to bleed out into other aspects of your life um, and you become a, generally a happier person and you become stronger and more confident and more focused. And you start looking at your life thinking, you know what, I'm not actually happy in this aspect. So I'm going to, you know, you've got the confidence to mix it up a bit. Um, so, yeah, like that's what you pay a coach for. Um, hello, my life I'm not happy with. Um, and we concentrate on exercising to bleed out. Just like you're training for like to become stronger in a gym. But that skill um you know you, you don't just lift um let me explain this like say frontal raises like holding dumbbells out in front of you coming up and down with them you can't just you're not just doing that exercise in everyday life and not being able to lift a box you know it transfers to other things i hope that makes sense anyway i just wanted to explain um the calorie deficit and a bit of coaching and stuff as well so um, another myth, myth to be busted is patience. People save a lot of patience for that. So this is uh, another one as well, not got the motivation. Where do you get your motivation? You can't rely on either. Um, if you can concentrate on the instant gratification, which is what we love, um, because remember the results like fat loss and building muscle and strength is more delayed gratification. Um, I mean, if you're enjoying how you feel after exercise, that's why I recommend training in the morning. If you're in the, after a session in the morning, and A, it's out of the way, so it's not looming over you, because I hate that myself, and I know lots of clients do. Um, especially if you've got kids, I definitely recommend training in the morning. Um, it increases productivity, energy. You don't feel like a lazy piece of shit, 
quoted Joe Rogan. Um, you know, you feel like you've done something. Um, and you're more likely to make better food choices and decisions throughout the day if you've already got that training session done and dusted. Um, you know, it's a feeling of accomplishment if you've like reached PBs, like personal best. So, yeah. Um, and when you do start off, just be prepared for a lot of decision making and it can be quite exhausting at first. Um, so decision making, like, when I'm going to train, where am I going to train, how long am I going to train for? I mean, if you've got a program with me, that kind of takes that out. But we're looking for, I call it the bitch in the brain or the bastard in the brain if you're a guy. Um, so, you know, when you go into the gym, you're like, oh, maybe I'll skip it today. Maybe it's raining. Maybe like, and you have every excuse like possible in your head. You don't want you don't want to even engage in that argument with yourself. I've been there, and they, they end up winning. You just want to do the action, um, and get there. So if you can get to the gym when you don't want to go, that's when you're going to start turning like proper results and in it for the long haul. Um, and it's totally different for everybody. My part of my routine. I mean, don't get me wrong, if I'm not feeling great or if there's a lot of stress going on and I don't feel up for it, I might skip the odd session. But most of the time, I see it as a privilege to work out and to find, um, oh, what's my strength doing this week? How do I feel? And um, sometimes I literally just train to get through my to-do list and to keep productive. I, if you can find a way to find value in the training that you do, um, it's an absolute game changer. Next myth, oh, so just to um, finish that, so you don't need patience, you don't need motivation, it's more about routine and learning about yourself, okay, because you can't rely on these, um, I mean, motivation is hardly ever there for me, it's just like getting up and going for a shower, and washing your hair, can you be asked, nobody needs done, what, what are the repercussions, it's like going to the work, you can't be bothered going to work every single day, but you do it anyway because of the repercussions, so the repercussions of not exercising is later on injury, health, you know, declines, losing muscle, um, not being as productive, feeling accomplished, that kind of thing. Um, Another myth to bust, menopause and body types, do they need specific diets? So it's something that annoys me quite a bit when I see an advert for, are you going through menopause? You need this specific diet or find out what kind of body type you are to see what kind of specific diet you need. Absolutely not. If you want to, to lose fat, you need to remember to be in a calorie deficit. So again, start managing your food. Start inputting everything that you're eating. Make sure, like even if it's like a sauce, cups of tea, doesn't seem a lot, might just be 50 calories, but over the week that could bring you out of your deficit. Don't You don't need to deficit, like build, uh, sorry, save calories every single week to lose fat, especially females. I recommend uh, either the week before period or during that period week, whenever it affects you the most, don't go for a deficit. Like that's, you're, you're fighting against yourself. Put on a pause week where you're hitting maintenance, you're just like building muscle and strength and you're not getting as many steps in, okay? Um, and you, you're going to have a much enjoyable time if you're not doing that. But yeah, so body types, it's all pish. If you want to lose fat, um, I mean, some body types do build muscle easier than others, like myself, but 
if you're in a maintenance or a surplus, you're going to have a much easier time building muscle than if you're in a deficit. However, you are able to build muscle in a deficit if you're a brand new exerciser. It's called New Begins, and I wish I'd have taken more advantage of them at the start of my fitness career. Um, and if you're coming back after an injury slash um, baby and you've like either dialed it right back for a few months or um, you've not been able to train at all. But remember, if you've got back pain, if you've got a sore knee, you can always do the upper body and vice versa. It's always something you can normally do. Um, next myth, damaged metabolic metabolism. I always have trouble saying that word. So I've like many people believe that they've damaged the metabolic rate, shall we say. Um, like for example, they'll go on Juice Plus or Slimming World, they'll be in a calorie deficit, maybe getting a few extra steps in, um, from what the person at the front of the Juice Plus or Slimming World has said that week, getting a few extra steps, exercise. But what's actually happened, they're not getting enough protein and or they're not um looking to build muscles so they lose fat but they're also losing muscle at the same time so then inevitably when they finish with slimming world juice plus whatever um they end up putting all the weight back on because you're kind of replacing it um like your weight i'm talking about not actual muscle um but with the, like the space with fat so you're changing your body composition in a bad way so i have i'm now currently postnatally at my fittest strongest pre uh baby like my second baby weight however my body looks totally different so it's important not to be that obsessed with the scales and what you weighed in 1992 because chances are you've lost muscle as well so if you can focus on building muscle you're gonna build that shape as well hope that makes sense um lastly fruit um is fruit bad because of the high sugar content? So we've spoken about this before on another podcast in regards to how how important fiber is. Um, and there's a massive drive at the moment with diabetes type two becoming an increasing problem and um, blood glucose monitors and things like that. Fruit isn't something you've got to worry about because as long as you're eating it as a whole food, you know, like an orange has like a lot of orange juice in it. Um, but the thing is, you know, the white on the orange, like the skin, that's the fiber. You need to eat that as well because that's going to coat the duodenum and stop tsunamis of sugar hitting the liver and it being a tsunami of sugar um, and the liver's, where the liver's got to deal with it and it can't deal with it. It gets overloaded, like drinking a glass of orange juice. So then it starts to turn into liver fat and organ fat and that's where the problem lies. So if you're eating, I definitely recommend only eating your fruit and not taking it in juices and things like that. Um, it's just like smoothies. Smoothies, great idea, but you're blending it all into like a smoothie <laughs> you're destroying the fibers you've got soluble and insoluble fiber it's all soluble fiber in a smoothie so you need both of it both of them to work so think of an apple the skin of an apple is an insoluble fiber and the like inside of an apple is a soluble fiber and you need both of them to work because it's like a fishnet that goes over the um the insides and think of like actually think of like a sieve um the sieve is the insoluble fiber and then if you put in 
if you stick in like what's like gloopy like a porridge and then you try and pour water through the sieve after it's got porridge stuck to it water it's going to be impenetrable you're not going to be able to get any water through that's kind of what you're trying to create in the body hope that makes sense i've got away with words as you know <laughs> by now uh, but hopefully this you found this useful um common myth busted if you've got any questions or anything you want to know more about let me know and i'll see you on the flip side bye